You're listening to the Big Finish Podcast, launch date the 4th of April 2021. Where is the doctor? He departed at speed. Where to? Not out of the TARDIS, we're still off... He said he was fetching a new chessboard as this one was faulty. Faulty. How can it be at fault? Suggestion, mistress, because I keep winning. Oh, oh, (laughs) I see. I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, and yes. coming up in this specially packed holiday podcast, yes. in a moment, the latest reviews, yes, yes. and we're looking at Doctor <laughs> Who, Time Lord Victorious, yes. the enemy of my enemy. Yes, that'll be followed by listeners' emails sent yes. to podcast at bigfinish.com. Random yeses. <laughs> uh, next up, two behind-the-scenes segments. Uh, first, we find out uh, the making of uh, the Lone Centurion 1 with Arthur Darville as Rory the Roman. Cool. Uh, and then we delve backstage with Master, uh, starring Eric Roberts. <laughs> as is our tradition, hot on the heels of that, we activate the Randomoid Selectatron and find a random Big Finish release for which we then give you a 25% discount. And to round things off, we give you a 15-minute drama tease of our Narnic Universe prequel starring Tom Baker, Louise Jameson, and John Leeson. The fourth Doctor adventure, The Dalek Protocol. So, uh, just before we get on with the reviews, I'd just like to talk about some favourite Big Finish things for me at the moment. I want you, Benji, to think of some favourite Big Finish things at the moment that you're that you're loving. And okay. something that really hit me recently was, you know, Lee Adams, who does animation for us and also does sound design. His video trailer for Master. Did you see that? I did. Yes, I did. I thought it was rather good. Didn't Brilliant, you? Like, isn't it? Delivers really the goods, special, as they yeah. say. I like that bit with the spaceship coming out of the building and the fire. It looked like a sort of... I, I love the fact they look like an old movie. Is that, he's, he's very talented at his, his CGI work, is our, uh, is our Lee Adams. Um, yeah. And it's just great as well that, you know, it's like another little avenue of big finish, isn't it, that we have these wicked trailers like that. You know, I love, yeah, I love, yeah. I love the um, uh, Return of the Cybermen trailer especially. That one really did it for me, retro oh, vibes. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. really clever, you know whizzing around and oh great well and there's the uh doomsday contract one which is sort of like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy yes that's lovely isn't it that is really wow. classy yeah they're, they're really brilliant there. all these animators who work for us really talented people and you know and also you know they run them on the the bbc channels as well on on youtube and it's rather yeah. lovely isn't it that's lovely. nice isn't it like a nice bit of support there uh, the other thing that just hit me the other day is I just heard it and I'm not going to play it to you folks uh, because it's going to come out I think next week a great uh, trailer stroke clip from Scourge of the Cybermen which is an audio book by Simon Guerrier and read by uh, John Colshaw and Steve Foxen has done the sound design and the music you know how good he is at all that Cyberman mm. synth stuff it's just I heard he it it was stuff. just so good uh, and John Colshaw reads with such enthusiasm and love. It is just absolutely blooming riveting. Um, and I just wrote to Simon and, and to Steve Foxen as well, just saying, ah, this is great. I love it. Yeah. You'll, so. like, you'll like this one, Nick. Um, I was with uh, digitally with John Colshaw a few days ago. And yes. you know, he was saying about how his enthusiasm and his love. And we, of course, ended up talking about Doctor Who. Um, and ended up talking about Death of the Daleks and had a lovely old chat about oh. that and about how, you know, he, he was laughing and doing impressions of, uh, you know, old um, Galloway and all that. Like just but We were just saying how, how lovely it is and what a wonderful atmospheric story. But it's so yeah. nice, you know, to have, as we've said before, to have so many people working uh, for us at Big Finish who really love what we do and love the worlds in which we explore in, in audio. Yeah. So. Which yeah. bit of Gal- uh, Galloway's dialogue did he do? I can't remember the bit that he did. I did Sorry, the, um, Commander, I didn't quite I hear what did. you said. <laughs> I did the, ah, <laughs> man, where have you been hiding? Um, uh, <laughs> I can't remember what he did for the film. Your glory sake, Galloway. <laughs> It's, it's quite so horrific, isn't it, how the, the captain dies. He's, he's just got his mouth open, hasn't he, and he's just staring. It's always pretty And that's grim, when Galloway it, closes you know? his eyes and says, I didn't quite hear what you said. 
that's really that's horrid. Horrid. You couldn't you couldn't do that anymore. No, no, it's, it's a bit probably dark, isn't it? it's, it's for the kids for family viewing. Probably not allowable. No, There's so no. much death and horribleness in old Doctor Who. I love it. it. Can, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the thing. It's like oh, it's, it's grim, but it's like I watched um, Resurrection of the Daleks the other day, um, and gosh, that story's grim. Of course, it opens up with the police. Uh, yes. Shooting people, and you think that is, I mean, it is, you can't do that on Teddy. No, it like, it was dodgy can't. then, to be quite yeah. frank. It was, yes. Yeah. But what an opening. Yeah. You know, talk about losing all elements of trust almost immediately. <laughs> yeah. Saturday night tea time on BBC One at 5.15. A prisoner gets his brain drained in front of a willing <laughs> audience. Ah! I think, what? No. And everybody claps. Um, yes. Dear, oh dear. Anyway, whilst we're doing that, uh, yes. before we drain our own brains in this conversation, uh, it's time for us to talk about the latest reviews. Let's have a look. As promised, we're looking at the reviews of Doctor Who, Time Lord Victorious, the enemy of my enemy. Not your enemy, it's, my yeah, enemy. Your enemy, who's enemy. Yeah. Yeah, enemy. From Big Finish Productions. Greetings, citizens of Rax. We are the Daleks. We come in peace. Doctor Who, Time Lord Victorious. The enemy of my enemy. You will be exterminated. Not until the Doctor has given us what we need. And what is that? Your help. What exactly do Daleks fear? That the changes will spread? That Skara will no longer birth your race? That you will cease to exist? And what do you observe, Doctor? Oh, you know pretty much everything. I have a particular interest in new cultures and societies. The Raxians are an ancient civilization. So I gather. But you are new to me, and that's very exciting. We are one. <laughs> I think I know what the Devolver does. You can't do this. You can't! The Daleks, the Raxians, and the Time Lords. All their lives are now entwined. And I can end them all in an instant. Big Finish. We love stories. Well, if you want to check that one out, just go to bigfinish.com and type enemy of my enemy. My to enemy. The pane enemy. At the top. And why not have a look at all our lovely Time Lord Victorious releases? Well, first up, BlogToWho.com comes at Mm. us. We've got um, Bedwear Gulledge here with uh, director Scott Hancock continues to manage to piece these adventures together despite the handicap that has been 2020. Uh The music by um, Ewan Morris and sound design from Peter Doggett are equally impressive. The Daleks are at their most devious in this tale. Yeah, Tracy yeah, Ann yeah, Baines yeah, yeah. deserves huge plaudits for writing them so well. Mm-hmm. Having the Doctor bounce off a Dalek with Boing. crosses and double crosses for every direction all helps create a very layered and thoroughly engaging story. Oh yeah, great fun doing all the bouncy dialogue in that. Uh, WarpedFactor.com, Matthew Kestrel says, Without hesitation, the enemy of my enemy is the strongest big finish entry into the Time Lord Victorious yet. Uh, From Bane's challenging some of the best TV adventures... Oh, sorry. From Bane's channeling some of the best TV Dalek adventures while bringing elements of the arc into focus to the pairing of the Eighth Doctor with the Daleks. It's a story full of intriguing elements, not intriguing elephants. Although that would be intriguing. That would be intriguing. It would. Even if you have... Was that was that a convincing elephant? That was, yeah. I just did an, a, 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 an owl being eaten by the elephant. Oh, yeah, I know that scene, yeah. yeah. It's in The Enemy of My Enemy. Even if you haven't heard any of their output for Time Lord Victorious yet, the latest entry is a wonderful story and in its own right. And a fine Dalek adventure too. Can't say better than that. Well, the digitalfix.com, Baz Greenland says, it does something interesting with the Doctor and Daleks. Not an easy feat after five and a half decades. And with compelling hook and ongoing mystery, is sure to be one of the favourites once this continuing story arc is all over. Uh, 
Oxford Doctor Who Tides of Time dot blog, John Solway says, I was really impressed with the enemy of my enemy, which packs a lot of strong ideas and excitement into a one hour release, shows off the strengths of the Dalek Restoration Empire, which has now been cemented as my favourite Dalek range, and effortlessly combines a mostly standalone adventure with a greater context. We are cult.rocks, Stephen Brennan says, The enemy of my enemy as a standalone story works, and works very well at that. The relationship between the Doctor and the Daleks is brilliant, and best of all, unique. This may be the most unique Big Finish Dalek story in a long time, and on the strength of this story alone, I really, really want to hear the rest of Big Finish's Time Lord Victorious related material. Get in. Uh, CriticalPopcorn.com, uh, Peter Messam, says that the Raxians are an interesting parallel to the Daleks. Baines keeps the focus on the uneasy Dr. Dalek dynamic in this 55-minute adventure. He's timing it, he's timing it, which works better for the format. Ewan Morris's ambient score sets an uneasy mood throughout, while the sound design by Peter Doggett helps to give the Daleks a real presence in their scenes, as opposed to feeling like disembodied robotic voices. All in all, I found The Enemy of My Enemy to be a terrific production and a great addition to the Time Lord Victorious Cannon. That was the, the cannon. That's four stars coloured in yellow there. Very nice there. I left and you a little treat one. whilst you were uh, reading that, Nick. In the background there, I performed the whole of popcorn to you uh, using oh. my mouth, you see. Oh, I thought you were putting aftershave on. <laughs> no, 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 not, not, not quite. The great smell well, of brew, uh, all over. Cosmic Cosmo. Uh, it reminds me of when my dad was on holiday once and he told a taxi driver his name was Cosmo Clifford. Um, I don't know why. Um, <laughs> just to amuse himself. Just to amuse himself, yeah. And this is the most interesting Dalek story in ages, and I really hope the Dalek Time Squad come back. The Doctor and Daleks having to work together with them both scheming each other against each other is a lot of fun. Uh, at TARDIS, six, uh, TARDIS Net 66 says just finished listening to Time Lord Victorious at Big Finish Story the enemy of my enemy and very much enjoyed it this is probably the highlight of Time Lord Victorious so far I enjoyed seeing the Doctor teaming up with the Daleks who are very cunning and clever Starcasm says I always love the Doctor being forced to work with the Daleks this is probably their best team up yet all the distinctive characters in Time Squad are engaging. And there's another great cliffhanger. Eight out of ten. Surely that was a ten out of ten review. Oh, quite, I'm just saying. Quite, quite. Yeah. Nice one, reviewers. I give you all 8.5 out of ten. Mm, yes, Next yes, week, yes. we're surfing around looking for reviews on Doctor Who Wicked Sisters. Coming up soon, we have a double bill behind the scenes with The Lone Centurion and Master. But before all that, here's listeners' emails. That's right, and if you want to fax us something, just fax it to podcast at bigfinish.com <laughs> and we might read it out on this week's listeners' yeah. faxes. Now, first up, this fax is from <laughs> that's Ben. That's a fax. Um, that's a fax. It's, uh, the title on this fax is Scourge of the Fax Machine. Cybermen, sorry. Um, <laughs> hey, Nick and Benji, my name is Fax. No, it's not. It's Ben. Sorry. He's gone fax uh, I was curious uh, as to if once it's released... We'll have a fax of Scourge of the Cybermen <laughs> CD copy. Uh, I only ask, as I prefer having a CD copy myself, and I'm a big fan of the third Doctor, mainly because my dada grew up with Pertwee's Doctor. And before lockdown, I'd spent the weekend watching classic third Doctor stories with him. But there we go, you can't beat that, can you? Can't beat it, can't beat it. I'd really love it if you could release a CD coffee, a coffee, coffee? CD copy eventually, coffee? as well, as I'd definitely buy it. Sorry about that, Ben. I just can't speak today. I've gone a crazy after faxing well, myself. Uh, sorry, Ben. The world. We're, we're not releasing a fax of Scourge of the Cybermen. Um, no, I mean the idea of Scourge of the Cybermen uh, and the other audio books we're doing is to uh, try out a download-only format. It's true to say that sales of CDs are really starting to dwindle now, and one of the problems of us pressing CDs is that when they don't all sell and people opt for downloads, which they mostly do these days, we're left with a load of CDs in our warehouses. And when you have stock in your warehouses that isn't selling, 
that is part of the taxable value of the company. So we end up paying loads of tax on stuff that we can't make money from. So there's a financial consideration. There's also the consideration of the environment, that CDs are very environmentally unfriendly, all their packaging and what have you. Um, so, I mean, perhaps we should research a biodegradable CD. Can you imagine uh, if you could do that? Yeah. I can imagine it? it. I can't I can't see it happening this week anyway. <laughs> One spin, that's all you get. <laughs> Quick. You better listen. enjoy it. Be like Doctor Who in the old days. You just watch it and you thought you'd never see it again. Um, so no plans to do that. Obviously, if seven million of you turned up with that demand offering your money, then we might change our minds, Ben. I, I don't mean to sound flippant about that, but, you know, it... You're specifically asking us to do something that we specifically planned not to do. So it would take a lot for us to change our minds on that. Uh, next up, this one from Lee Moon, who I believe I know and might he might have been in a big finish a long time ago. There you go. Yeah. Dear Nick and Benji, I just wanted to say I absolutely loved, loved, lovety loved the return <laughs> of the Cybermen. Oh, this is good. Uh, the whole cast and crew delivered an excellent job in recreating the feel of Tom Baker's first season. Sadie and Christopher were flawless, bringing back the much-loved characters. Um, well, much love to me, anyway, of Sarah and Harry. Much loved by me as well, Lee. I'd also like to give a special shout-out in capital letters see what I did there in my capitals he says I, I did leave it's quite amazing to to be Language. part of your imagination it's a stunning experience uh, for the incidental Link, music yeah. too for capturing the era yeah I'm being sarcastic and he's actually being nice about me thanks Lee it's something that I feel Big Finish does so very well but it's something that gets overlooked and not enough praise is given so I'm giving it all hail the incidental music. Yeah. Incidental yeah. music is so important for me when capturing the flavour of each Doctor's era, and I particularly enjoy hearing it in the third Doctor stories. That is another compliment for me, because that's why. Yeah, you're winning do today, Nick. Winning Thank journey. you. I mean, obviously, uh, Jamie Robertson has done some third Doctor stuff as well, so it might not be. He might just like his ones. I don't know. But I've been doing it for the last few box sets, haven't I? Yeah, you've done it for quite a while now. Anyway, I'm waffling on when I really all I want to... And I'm not reading it properly. I really all I want to ask is just one question. There's still over half the email to go, so I'm guessing this is a very long question. Can we have more stories with Sarah, Harry and the Fourth Doctor, please? They are my favourite TARDIS team of the 1970s and I just adore that character of Harry. I Me, me too, me too. Me too. I was going to say I as well, which is just not a proper phrase. <laughs> I, I as well. I as well. <laughs> So I'm glad you are bringing him back. But I'd like to hear more of him with Sarah. I as well. I are. Uh, but how can we do more, you may well ask. No, we, we've got a way. But here's a suggestion from Lee. Well, says I. I as well. There's an ideal shoehorn for a few stories given by the TV series itself. At the beginning of Revenge of the Cybermen, Sarah alludes uh, that th they've been travelling for weeks. Yeah, but she's talking about the last few adventures, not... Anyway, uh, so this set me thinking about how Philip Hinchcliffe presents season 12A, a perfect opportunity to squeeze in a couple of extra trips with this particular TARDIS team after Genesis. Uh, perhaps via a malfunctioning time ring or the CIA controlling it as a sneaky way to arrange for the Doctor to go on a few little errands for them to sort out problems in Earth history, on alien planets, on another space station or at a corner shop. Tea? No tea, Harry. You know what that's from? Uh, yes, it's from... Let's throw one. No tea, Harry. Is it the Zygons? I can't remember. No, it's Genesis no. of the Daleks. Ah, oh, well done. Oh, yes, what, it is. No of course tea. it is. Because he says, what, no, no, he's tea. gone. Can we have a cup of tea? And the, the, the fascist from... Doesn't Sky Harry go, goes, oh, yes, what? yes. <laughs> <laughs> no tea, Harry. What? No tea. Um, I no would tea, love Harry. them to meet the Ice Warriors, perhaps even visit Peladon. But hey, bottom line, just an excuse to enjoy some classic scary Hinchcliffe season 12 type of thrills with good old Sarah and Harry. It will certainly be a shame if this team were only used for one outing at Big Finish as they were so, so good. So what do you say? Many thanks, Lee. Well, that's really interesting, Lee, actually. And that is a nice... Wouldn't it be fun for them to do a whole load of time ring? Wonderful. Adventures. I love the time ring anyway. I just love the noise of it. That sort of weird whizzing... I had to remake it once for something. I can't remember what story it was, but oh. I did it with synthesizers. Yeah. Well, very good. I love it when it disappears. That. Yeah. Um, <gasps> we're just making noises now. 
Making noises with Nick and Benji. We have got some plan. Oh, Sarah and Harry are back. Not necessarily together. Sometimes together. There's yeah. There's a load more with uh, Sadie and Christopher are doing so much with us because we love them and they're brilliant. I could have said it better myself. I as well. I, I as well. That's the new podcast phrase. I as it's like well. A, that's something like the aliens would say in something, isn't it? I as well, brother. I as well. I is well. I is well. I, I is How well. <laughs> Finally, then, this is from uh, Finn Coltrana. Uh, subject to this one is questions. Uh, hello, Nick and Benji. I as well. Uh, I hope you're well. First things first, well. I'd like to share my love for the podcast. Oh, thank you. A weekly you. boost well. of joy, especially during lockdown. Yeah. I as well. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I have a few questions about future potential releases. Okay. Firstly, and it's of course this question, can we expect more Lucy Miller stories? Oh, I'd certainly love us to do some more. I tell you, absolutely. Uh, I know the wait could be ages, but is Sheridan up for it? Uh, are there any plans? She's such an amazing character. Yeah. She, I mean, mm. I don't. I think she'd certainly be up for it. Um, there are no concrete plans at the moment, but it's some, it's something we've got, you know, on the list of things that we really want to do. And I know Paul would love it as well. That's Paul McGann, by the way. If I'm sounding over familiar, I mean Mr. McGann, sir. Mr. M. Uh, also, are there any plans for more class? It's very underrated, and your sets have been incredible. Oh, Plus, Quill would be strong enough to carry a set by herself. Um, uh, can't say, but uh, that gives you a clue, doesn't it? Uh, then I'm wondering if there are any plans for any Ninth Doctor stories with Rose and Captain Jack uh, in the future. Now we know the confirmed four volumes are all pre-Rose, and they sound incredible. Uh, no plans for that, but that's an interesting thought, isn't it? Mm. Um, it's, it's a question of luring Billy Piper back, really. You know, she always has fun when she comes and works for us, but she's a busy person. Of course. And finally, are there any more plans for John Sim Master stories? After Masterful, it has me craving more. Thanks again for everything. Well, um, no plans, no. Uh, I, I'm not sure how... I mean, John had a lovely time and everyone enjoyed working with him. Um... I'm not sure whether he wants to return to the role again, particularly, but maybe we can have a go at persuading him. There we go. There you go. All the answers, uh, some of them good, some of them not so good. I as well. Uh, That's it for this time. Many thanks for your emails. Keep them coming to podcast at bigfinish.com. Coming up, we'll be going behind the scenes, I as well, with I as well master. But first, let's see what Rory the Roman has been up to. Uh, previewed in the last podcast, it's time to go behind the scenes with The Lone Centurion. Hello, my name's Scott Hancock. I'm the producer and director of The Lone Centurion. Hi, I'm Arthur Darvel. I'm playing Rory Williams. Yeah. Uh, your Big Finish journey, yeah. I suppose, started in 2011, I think, your first thing. And since then, you've done Frankenstein uh, and Torchwood and, and lots of different things. I like coming in to play silly monsters. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what is the appeal of audio for you? Well, it's just so much fun to be able to play things that, you know, with such with such variety, um, and just kind of go for something. And it's just it's it feels just like playing. There's no pressure. Um, I don't know. The Frankenstein thing was a bit different because they felt like there was a bit of, <laughs> a bit of pressure only because <laughs> a few I'd, expectations a few expectations just because i love it so much but um it's just really good fun to come in and do you know proper proper big old acting and you get to do the spectrum from you know really kind of hammed up silly things to really heartfelt hmm. tender stuff and it's um it's always working with really nice people and and um everyone Everyone's doing it for the right reasons. No one's, you know, I don't know, some jobs you turn up to and, and, you know, everyone's got their own stuff going on and this always just feels like joy. And, you know, I really love audio drama and I I grew up on listening to The Goons and, the you know, lots of, you know, and went on to like Mighty Boosh and all the kind of different audio comedy stuff that, that's been around and League of Gentlemen and this kind of has a flavour of, of some of that stuff as well which I which I really love. And you've sort of avoided uh, returning to Rory 
up until now. I what... very much avoided <laughs> returning to Rory, yeah. But uh, what, what sold you on the idea? Well, you took me to Pret-a-Manger and I, I said <laughs> yes. No, it just feels like uh, there's been enough time passed to, to do something with it to not kind of feel tied to it, just personally. But then also, I think this idea is really good and exploring this time and in the tone that this is written, I think it's really... Um, I think it's really brilliant. And my, my big thing with it was not to kind of not to touch the the stuff that we'd done um, too much. At least, you know, I think I was really proud of the the work we all did on it when we left and leaving was quite, you know, it was a big, it was a big for myself, uh, Kaza and Matt, like, and, and Alex and, you know, everyone else involved, but in, in slightly different ways, the three of us at that, period it was such a big thing for us it was a big uh grow it's a big growing experience for the for all of us and it so it felt quite precious it's also such a fun character to play because he's just got this kind of slight the way he questions the world i think is really fun to play and uh i think that works really well with these stories just go to bigfinish.com and type Lone Centurion into the search pane at the top to get your ear things wrapped around this beauty. Just getting the random word ready. There's still another bit before that. I as well, I as well, brother, I know. Um... We'll be randomly selecting a random Big Finish release for the Randomoid Selectatron 25% discount offer very soon. But first, we go behind the scenes with Master. My name's Rob Valentine, and I am the writer of episode one of the new series Master. I'm very happy to be so. Who are you? Oh, I'm what Shakespeare might have called an airy nothing, given a local habitation and a name. But you can call me the master. I get to be the writer who resurrects Eric Roberts' master again. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was fantastic. Um, just being given the brief, bring him back. So um, I was tickled. I'm Matt Fitton, and I script edited the master box set. So in the first story, Faustian by Robert Valentine, we meet Lila Krieg who is a uh, scientist in, on, on future Earth, working on some uh, teleport technology. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of Master. Now we can do anything you want. Pick your own projects, name your own salary. All I ask in return is that you belong to me. I have a lot of time for Rob, actually. Um, he's a lovely chap. He first came to our attention at the BBC Audio Awards in 2019, where Attergirl was up for um, Best Online Drama. Um, we didn't win. Um, it went to Rob and a, a lovely production he had made. But he was really gracious and spoke to Louise Jameson afterwards and say, oh, I thought you'd win, you know, you deserve to win. He was so nice and it turned out he was a, a fan as well and wanted to write for Big Finish. So Louise had recommended him to us and he'd got in touch. Uh, Matt spoke to him. And I think this was one of his first scripts, possibly even his first script for us. A year later, we're in a very different situation where he must have written a dozen now and is working on many, many more. I mean, he's become one of our very busy regulars. Eric Roberts' master is among the most desperate, I think. Um, and the fun I've had with him is that, like McGann's doctor, he didn't get much screen time, so... There is what the TV movie established, but now with Big Finish we get the opportunity to actually flesh him out a little bit. And the brief I had was very, very simple. Here is your protagonist, Lila Krieg. Now find a way to bring him back. So the model that immediately suggested itself was the, uh, the story of Faustus and Mephistopheles. Originally we started off recording at the start of 2020, Jason Haygallery handled the first leg of the production, which was um, basically it was all the scenes with Eric and Chase. We recorded them together, seeing as they're based in Los Angeles. And then the plan was to come back and record the other block with uh, Jamie Anderson directing. 
Unfortunately, what we were not to know was that um, as we got later into 2020, lockdown happened in March. So Master was actually one of our very first lockdown recordings. Um, We did it using our um, original method of recording actors linked up together on Zoom uh, while recording a backup. So it was a game of two halves in very different circumstances. Jason, whilst he was in Los Angeles, got some time behind the scenes uh, to talk to our actors. So this is uh, Eric Roberts talking about Master. Eric, hello. Lovely to see you. It's great to be here. Thank you. So we just finished recording Master. Uh, What first interested you in the character of the Master? Well, I've always enjoyed playing bad guys because they have the most drama and the most fun, and especially bad guys who are bosses. And he is both. He is a boss bad guy. And... uh, When I first got hip to uh, this show, it was a bit campy. And uh, I asked them if I could play it more straight, have more fun with it. And they allowed me to. And it was kind of successful that way. So um, I'm having a great time, you know, know, bringing real life to the master. And what about you, my dear? Care to live dangerously? You know what? I'll have a virtual margarita. An excellent choice. I'm a master at the... Just type master. You can put an exclamation mark in if you like, but you don't have to. Into the search pane at bigfinish.com and you'll find all sorts of fantastic releases featuring varying incarnations of the master. Right up there will be this one, that one you just listened to some stuff about, starring Eric Roberts. Very soon now we'll be teasing you with the first 15 minutes of our Dalek Universe prequel, The Dalek Protocol, starring Tom Baker and featuring... Planet Exelon. But Exelon had grown old. Yes, that way leads to I as well. Um, yes. Yes, it's the Randomoid Selectatron offering you a 25% percent discount on a randomly selected big finish release. I don't know why I said percent, but anyway, you know what I mean. So, what have you got there? Poisson, that's French for fish. It? it is indeed, which is English slap, for fish. Slap around the face with a wet poisson. Random, come on, ran. There we go. Uh, it's two, three, four. Doctor Who, Kingdom of Lies. Kingdom of Lies. Peter Davis and Matthew Waterhouse, Sarah Sutton, and Janet Fielding. There. Ah, uh, Kingdom yes. of Lies by Robert Kahn and Tom Selinsky. Yeah. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Who was that strange individual you were talking to just now? He's called the Doctor. He's the man my idiot husband hired to kill me. Of course it's him, the most feared assassin in the sector, and you've had him thrown in the cells. When the time comes to point that gun and to pull the trigger, can we be sure you won't hesitate? When I have the Duchess in my sights, I won't hesitate to live up to my reputation. Oh! In the name of the Duchess Miranda, and surrender immediately. Or else what? We are from the Grand Order of Alzarius, and as the Scorpion is contracted to deal with the Duchess, so are we contracted to deal with the Scorpion. What should I do with this gun now? Just point it out the window. Your Grace, it's her. I can see her clearly. Fire, I tell you, fire! Doctor Who, Kingdom of Lies. Doctor, your time is up. Coming to get you, ready or not. Big Finish, we love stories. Now, I'm pretty certain this is directed by, but it would be, yeah, Barnaby Edwards, because there's loads there's loads of reviews, and Barnaby always makes sure the reviews are on the site. It's just loads. Can you blame him? Can you blame him? 10 out of 10, Kingdom of Lies is a superb character-driven drama that delivers on all fronts and makes a wonderful start to Doctor Who's 2018. Blog to Who, thank you. Uh, Doctor Who magazine says rollicking good fun, a giddy Shakespearean farce of decoys, doppelgangers, and misunderstandings. The undeadly assassin yeah. if you will yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. so yeah i mean uh the old khan and Selinsky brothers they're not brothers uh provide uh, <laughs> comic political intrigue as plot and counterplot they're really good at this kind of thing so um 
Nice one, guys. Uh, what, who's in the cast? Let's have a look. Patsy Kenter is. Patsy. Oh, I remember coming into the. I went into the studio for that. Patsy Kenzie, How about that? Amazing. Absolute beginner. Obviously, Tim Bentink, who's in everything these days because he's so brilliant. Uh, yeah. Wow. What a coup to get Patsy Kenzie in. Hmm. Amazing. Well, there you are. Uh, you get 25% off that if you go to the Big Finish site. Uh, and you see where the latest podcast is. There's a, a tab. I'm just hitting the microphone for um, a bit of verisimilitude. Um, uh, there's uh, the podcast tab at the top, or the audiobooks tab, where you can find the podcast range, or indeed on the homepage, the podcast is there. So there's a variety of ways of getting to it, which presumably you may have found, or you may be just listening to this on your you know, podcast provider. But if you go to the bigfinish.com site and find the podcast there, there's some text and it says the Random Words Electrotron also features. You click here, you click there, and then you just have to enter a code word. What's the code word? It's buck up, all capital letters, no space, no uh, punctuation or anything really. Just buck up, B U C K U P. And there it is. And then you get your 25% off, which is a pretty good offer, I would venture to suggest. Right, I must remember now, and I must do this, to email Sue and Jackie. I've actually tried to type in Sue's address by writing Sue and Jackie, which won't do. (laughs) Sue and Jackie (laughs) at Big Finish to tell them what the Randomoid Selectron offer is. Hi, it's Kingdom of Lies this week. Cheers, N. There we are. So now we can be sure that that will happen rather than bothering them tomorrow while I'm editing it. Uh, Yes, and hopefully they can set that up uh, without too much interruption to their Easter egg consumption this weekend. Oh, yes. (laughs) You got an Easter egg, Nick? I have actually. Steph bought an Easter egg for each of us and they're on top of the fridge. So Ben, my son, was looking at he's eleven now. He was looking at the top of the fridge, like in a kind of. Have you seen up? Have you seen up there? Have you seen yeah, what's up? Seen there? the goods up there. Squire. He said, "When can I officially eat them?" And I said, "Well, you, you can officially eat them tomorrow if you like." So, and uh, there, there was a, um, a celebrations one, an Oreo one, and a cream egg one. Which one do you think that I would like? I reckon you're a cream eggman. Yeah, exactly. There Why do go, you think yeah. that? Why do you think that? Just have just had a, a thought. I just thought you seem like a cream eggman. It's the you nostalgia the value. I remember the adverts in the old days where where the little boy comes in and he and he goes six hundred cabbage crabbies cream eggs please <laughs> and he sort of has like you know fifty pounds or something. Those were the days. A good a good investment actually. Six hundred cream eggs. I've gone for Terry's chocolate orange this year, but I did I did flirt with the idea of going for a bounty. Oh, um, because they you know, came in thought, search of paradise. That was the old term. With a woman holding a coconut or something. Yeah, and they found and a waterfall bounty. Yeah, imagine if you're searching for paradise and you just find a chocolate bar. It's going to be a bit of a letdown, isn't it? Yeah, but then you know it is a bounty. I, I, I never used to like bounties, but recently just the idea of a bounty has been appealing to me more and more. They are good. I mean, I get to eat all the bounties in a in a box of celebrations. That's the advantage of liking bounties, isn't it? Yeah, because no one else to... in the house likes them. Yeah. Yeah, it's a winning move, actually, that. They call me That's Captain Bly because it's the bounty. No, they don't call me that. <laughs> I'll call you that from now on. Thanks. Uh, well, thanks, Christian. Ran, though, for, for that fantastic <laughs> bounty offer. Um, we'll be with you next week with a bumper Dalek edition oh, as yes. we delve behind the scenes with the Dalek Protocol. And then we'll also give you a drama tease of Dalek Universe 1, starring David Tennant. But in the meantime, it's... Goodbye. I as well. I as well. While we're away, why not enjoy the first 15 minutes of the Dalek Protocol by me, Nick Briggs, in case you'd forgotten, because this podcast seems to have gone on for three years. And it's for absolutely free. 15 minutes. Go. 15 minutes. Go, go, go. Yes, go, go, go. Go. I, I as well. I, brother. Uh.
covering Dalek High Command. Roboman 9704, Delta 5. Identity successfully assumed. Reserve Roboman Section 9 will halt. These are your orders. Believe you me, Mum, it will be a source of considerable relief to me when we finally get it all on board the fleet. The mining difficulties that have kept us here for two years beyond our scheduled departure date of, well... It's... Yes, I am aware of the delays, Captain Barnard. Yes, yes, of course. I'm sorry, Mum. Uh, forgive me, but it's all been... Well, it's taken its toll on all of us here. Of course I understand that, Captain. The severity of this second wave of the space plague is not generally known. Uh, I see. It's spreading faster than ever before. So please, you must, I repeat, must proceed with all possible haste. Earth Aid Controller out. Uh, yes. Oh, it's you, Seven. What do you want? To see you. Only if it's urgent. I have to make final preparations for the fleet's departure. I intend that we should lift off within 13 hours before this sun... This is a matter of some importance. As usual. Very well. And don't bother sitting. I'm relying on this not taking long. I request a detachment of Marines for an investigation of the outlying area. Oh? Why? I've accumulated evidence to suggest a low but significant chance of an enemy incursion on this planet. Enemy? What evidence? On your screen, sir. Oh. Uh... And this is your evidence? Yes. But it's nothing. Why on earth are you troubling me with this when you know we must leave for Ardena Major as soon as possible? Because it's a security matter and I am the head of security. I'll thank you not to take that tone with me. I wasn't aware of any tone, Captain. I was merely... Could you perhaps, for one moment, concentrate on the billions of people who have died on the outer planets while we've been sitting here for the past two years worrying about your damn security concerns? I'm not sure what you mean, Captain. I mean that if you'd perhaps done a better job of keeping the mining operation going rather than inventing problems, general obfuscation and sneaking off when you needed, we might have been able to save more... My sneaking off, as you put it, has been my pursuit of legitimate security. You're never around when I need you, man. You only present me with problems, not solutions. And you seem not to consider yourself under my command. My space security service rank entitles me to a... You're a member of the Thunderbolts crew, Seven. You're under my command. And your request is denied. There are no personnel available. If we can get to our denim on schedule... But what if... I... We'll give the relief effort its first major success in years. Do you even understand what that means? Captain, security protocol dictates that the I... people of Earth need that success, Mark. Every second we delay, the tally of innocent victims continues to rise. <sighs> Dismissed. Go and concoct your complaint about me to the Space Security Service. Do whatever you like, but get out of my sight. Very well. Where to? Not out of the TARDIS. We are still off... Negative. He said he was fetching a new chessboard as this one was faulty. Uh, faulty. How can it be at fault? Suggestion, mistress. Because I keep winning. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I see. It looks as if he has kicked it. Now then, this is what I call a proper chessboard, canine. Ah, Leela, there you are. How was your swim? Relaxing. Mm, you like that pool, don't you? I do. Mm. Right, K-9. Let's have another battle. It looks just like the other chessboard. What? Never. 
I think perhaps you are a bad loser. Bad? Oh, I once played Capablanca in Casablanca or Cuba, I forget which, but oh, Capablanca's variations. Explain them to me. Yes, I will. Now, oh, wait a minute. We're drifting off course. There, that's got it. We are back on course? Yes, all back to normal now. Where are we going? Where? Uh, Somewhere, I expect. You do not know. I didn't say I didn't know. Then tell me. Tell you what? Tell me where we are going. Oh, where would you like to go, Leela? Where would you like to go? Oh, somewhere I've never been to before. Somewhere to broaden the mind. There's nothing like a good surprise to really get one's neurons firing. Is that why you never know where we are going to land? You make the first move, K-9. You are avoiding my question. What question? Why do you never know where we are going to land? Oh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Does it matter? What was that move, K-9? Take me somewhere you have been to before. Well, that's a bit dull, isn't it? Perhaps not for me. Well, why do I get the feeling you're testing me, Leela? Perhaps I am. Perhaps I am not. Prove to me that you can take us exactly where you intend to. Ah, K-9, do you ever get the feeling she's never going to stop? (laughs) Affirmative, Master. Suggestion, you allow the mistress to choose a destination. Oh, very well. There, Leela, you see that little screen on the console? I see it. And you know your alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Good, 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 good. Well, it lists all previously visited destinations alphabetically. So why not make your choice? Hmm? Did you think I wouldn't know you are in here? You can come out now. If you knew I was here, why didn't you say anything before you set off? Are you going to stay in there? Are you going to report me? Because I wouldn't advise it. You won't use that knife. What makes you so sure we're on the same side? I'm not sure, but I am certain your blade won't penetrate my reinforced synthetic flesh. Oh, so you're willing to confess you're not human? I knew you were SSS the moment you boarded the Thunderbomb back on Valerian. Oh, what a clever little android you are. How did you know? Even the best undercover human agents exhibit behavioural tics that I've grown accustomed to noticing. Clever, clever. Don't you think Bernard will miss you from your cover job of loading supervisor? I've made a study of you, Mark Seven, and I know you wouldn't head out here without good reason. So? So, what is your good reason? I think there may be an enemy agent here on Exelon. Excellent. Night to C3. Don't be ridiculous, K9. Your move, Master. Or is this chessboard also faulty? Excellent. Ah, what? What was that? I said, Excellent. I recognise that name. Do you? Well, Leela, that, that is intensely interesting. Sorry, K9. We'll have to continue this later. Leela has just said something intensely interesting. Is Exelon intensely interesting? Negative. You tell me, Leela. I remember we met the Exelons on that planet where they were building a beacon that drained people's minds. Exelons, a race of advanced space travelers whose civilization eventually degenerated into tribalism and superstition. That's right, yes. I. I went to Exelon once, you know. I remember you said, and that is why Exelon is on this list of places you have been to before. Yes, that's right. Then prove to me that you can return there. What? What? That dull old planet? <sighs> Last time I was there, I had a very nasty encounter with... Shh, Daleks. Daleks? Mm, yes. And the locals weren't all that much fun either. There was a giant metal root thing with a head like a vacuum cleaner for a start. Very unpleasant. And they used to worship their own great city. A practice I thought distinctly unhealthy. Take me there. Where? Show me this great city. Well, I suppose it was one of the 700 wonders of the universe, mind you. It was mostly destroyed in the end. Then take me there before it was destroyed. Why, 
It was very dull. You just said it was a wonder of the universe. I do not believe you can be sure the TARDIS will go there. You are making excuses, just like you did with the chessboard. Affirmative. Are you two ganging up on me? Yes. Oh, then that does it. There. There? You have set the course for Exelon? Apparently. Why are you sulking, Doctor? Because Exelon is pretty boring at the best of times. And what is it like at the worst of times? Oh, I, I, I should say downright deadly. Ah, I, 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 steady on, old thing. Steady. It'll be dawn soon, and Bernard wants the fleet to take off at sunrise. So, this is where these readings of yours were coming from. Yes. Some sort of encampment. One of the nomadic tribes, probably. Probably. What sort of readings were they? Indicative of off-world technology. I'm being a bit cagey, aren't you? I command the security mission here. You're still an unnamed factor in this. Oh, charming. We actually are both meant to be on the same side, you know. I was just joking before. That still remains to be seen. Look out! <laughs> Don't let him touch you with that spear! I can handle myself! <laughs> There's another one! <laughs> A bit ruthless. Can't see any more of them. Let's hope they're busy elsewhere, shall we? I wonder if we can get any sense out of this one. I haven't heard about Exelon's attacking in years. Hey! Hey, can you hear me? Be careful. One touch from that poison spear of his and what? Oh, I know the dangers. Why did you attack us? Uh, you... you steal from our planet. No! We've made arrangements with your leaders. They are letting us have the perineum to save billions of our people from the space plague. You've heard of the space plague? I see no plague here. Luckily for you. In return, you're getting technology and education to improve your lives. And technology destroyed Exelon once. A blasphemy against our great god, the city. Your city itself was technology. A technology that was robbing you and all your people of a decent life and the dignity that goes with that. No. You lie. His mind is closed. Religious extremism. I will stop you. We will return to the rightful path. For all Exelon, we will. But why did you do that? He wasn't... He was going to kill you. No. He was just getting a bit overheated, Mark. I had the situation under control. Maybe you wanted to risk a lingering death in agony. I don't have time to tend to a sick comrade. Comrade? So you do accept we're on the same side? I have a mission. Tell me more about this mission of yours. What's the matter? You've spotted something. 50.7 metres to the southwest. Follow me. But why the hell isn't the loading complete? The loading bay supervisor didn't report for duty. What? Who's the supervisor? Uh, Anya Kingdom. She's normally pretty efficient, isn't she? Have you checked her quarters? No sign, Captain. What about the security logs? It's about time Mark 7 did something useful around here. Uh, uh, no sign of Mark 7 either, sir. <sighs> and his skimmer is missing. So, now he's actively delaying our mission. Get a call put through to him immediately. Connect me the moment you've got hold of him. What is it? Some sort of capsule. Whatever it is, it's wrecked. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Why not rate, review and subscribe? I mean, why not? I as well. I as well. <laughs>